And here we are. We're back with Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. We hope you're having a great weekend. And it's the holiday time of the year. And you know our friends from the Salvation Army are out there raising money. This is their biggest fundraising time of the year. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. No, not by myself. We have uh, Major Troy Trimmer here. Uh, I'm going to call you Troy. I don't have to salute and call you Major. No, Murphy. Troy's all right. That's the name my mom gave me, so I'll stick with it. And you're pretty new to Denver, I hear. Brand new. Got here uh, June 26th, which was my anniversary. So my wife's and my anniversary. How many years has that been? Uh, It's been 20. Six years, yeah. Yeah, you got a way to go. I'm 48. 48, wow. Yeah, I don't know how the woman's done it. My I, friend says she's got to get her own church because she's such a saint. Yeah, yeah. She's putting up with me all those years. I, had, I identify that. <laughs> I'll bet you do. I don't know your wife, but I know my wife, and she's a saint as well. I think most guys can admit to that, yeah. whether they want to most or definitely. not. Well, so much for that. Let's, let's talk about the Salvation Army, and I don't know... People might not be familiar. I don't know how they could ever possibly be. But talk a, a little bit of what you're doing here in Denver and all the great services you provide. And there's so many, so many. Yeah, we're very blessed to uh, be in a community where we can reach out to our neighbors in, in love and in care and compassion. And uh, we've been in this community since 1887. Salvation Army actually began in 1865 over in London, England. Uh, so not very long after its beginning, we got over I mean, here into and, Denver. And people don't know that. But- I don't know if they think you're new, but I oh, want 20, 30 years, like a lot of charities. Oh, not you guys. You've been here forever. You were here before the town was here, I think. Yeah, well, pretty close, right? 1887 is <laughs> yes. a long time ago, even a little bit before you and I were born, oh, well, which well, is kind of nice. You. I don't know about me. Right. So anyhow, but you just talk more about that. It's, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so uh, we do. We have six uh, core community centers in, in the Denver metro area. We have multiple programs. We have uh, homeless programs for, for women, for men, for um, uh, people in addiction and recovery. Uh, we do housing now programs, which helps people get into permanent long-term housing. Uh, we do after-school programs for children. Uh, 82%, Eighty-two cents on every dollar that is given to the Salvation Army stays in the community it's in. And so, uh, when you see a bell ringer out there or anyone else who's asking you for money for the Salvation Army, whatever you contribute will go to one of those type of programs and directly to people in need. And it's not just for Metro Denver. You guys service everywhere. In the state of Colorado. Yeah, everywhere in the state of Colorado, pretty much uh, everywhere, every zip code in the United States of America. Over 25 million people will be assisted by the Salvation Army in the United States of America this next year, over 9,000 communities. I tell this story all the time, and I think that what impressed me a lot about the Salvation Army is you hear about the Red Cross, they do a great job. But when there's fires in Colorado, floods in Colorado, you guys are, I mean, you're right there. And then you stay to the bitter end. I mean, you don't just come for a day or two. You're, You're there the whole time. In fact, you follow up with people that have had issues from fires and floods. I know that for a fact. Right, Murphy. As a whole, any service we do, uh, we believe that it's it's long-term sustainability in people's lives, right? So uh, we are permanent neighbors with the people we serve. We're permanent neighbors for the donors who contribute uh, so that we can serve their neighbors. And then we stay right alongside, whether it's an emergency disaster or whether it's somebody looking for housing, we stay with them uh, until they get situated. And even after that, we follow up. Well, we talked about the bell ringers, and I was mentioning before we started recording here a little bit that I seem to see him everywhere this year. But, uh, Troy, you were telling me that uh, you need more volunteers. You need more bell ringers as we come to the end of the time. You folks raise your most money right now. Is that true? Yeah, this is our largest single fundraiser of right. the year. And so uh, con- uh, a consistent or a significant amount of, amount of money that we raise every year comes at this time. So we have a $1.2 million goal. Uh, we're fairly... Um, 
far behind that. We do believe in a community like Denver that we can make that up with the generosity of donors, but also we can make that up with um, people just like you, Murphy, or others who say, hey, let's go hang a couple hours at a kettle ring and, and help contribute to the Salvation Army. And you can volunteer that time. You know, it's a great family project. I've done it a couple of times over the years with the kids, and it's a good lesson for them about paying it forward and see the importance of helping others. And, you know, it's only a couple of hours. It's not going to ruin your day, for goodness sakes. And you feel good about it. And then my wrist got a little tired with the bell. But then I just gave it to my kids. That's right. And they thought it was great. That's right. They were all over it. Yeah. You give it to your kids, or if if there's a little child who comes up to the bell or to the kettle, just give it to them. It makes their their, their day, their their faces light up. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the greatest joys is watching a little child put money in and having their parents teach them the lesson of paying forward to other people's lives. And uh, so you can do that both in contributions, but especially as a volunteer. And it is a great family time. You can sing carols together. You can uh, laugh and tell stories. Maybe one runs in and gets some hot chocolate while the others are ringing. It's a great Well, time. and people do give you things, especially if you, you, we are in front of a King Superstore. They come out and they see in the hand, they'll reach into their bag and, hey, I want a candy cane? They'll go, the kids are like, well, yeah, this is great. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of fun. And you want to, where do you go to find out about the volunteering? It's the website, right? Yeah, you can go to im.salvationarmy.org. Uh, uh, or I am Salvation Army. Uh, you'll find it. Just look it up on, it's the, easy. on Google, right? Yeah, I'm that, horrible with those things, but my kids will find it for you. Oh, me. no, no. I am Salvation Army. It is, it's so easy to find, and there's a lot of good information there. And the campaign's continuing just for a few more days, though, isn't it? Yeah, we'll have about uh, 10 days total ca- uh, calendar days, so just a little over a week of actual ringing, since we don't ring on Sundays generally. Um, so uh, it, not very much time left, but we do believe that we can make up the, the difference in our in our targeted goal. Uh, well, it's an important community. goal. It's a lot of money, but the money is used, as you just heard Troy mention, for so many good resources, so many good things you guys are doing with that cash. And now you've come up with a new high-tech idea, and I haven't seen that yet with some of these bell ringers, but there's something you can do with just your, is that an iPhone or? Just any phone, really, any yeah. smartphone. Uh, on our on all of our kettle stands, on the signs, uh, there should be a, a, a tap to pay. It's called Kettle Pay. And all you do is you tap your phone. So if you have, I, I, um, what is it, iPay or Google Pay, um, you just tap right. your phone, goes right on there, and it, a thing will come up. You can determine what your donation is. Uh, people give anywhere from a dollar to $150 just straight off of their phone. Well, and we don't care what the amount is. We just want you to do it. This is an easy way to do it. Because a lot of people walk out, they've been in the store, and maybe they don't have any cash left, or they're maybe embarrassed to toss in just a couple of bucks, even though we don't care. Put it in there, because it all adds up quickly. But this is a way to really turn the table on that. Yeah, I've used it at several locations, including even in our divisional headquarters, we have one set up in the hallway. So uh, my wife, had, I have a great pic poster of my wife holding it up, so I just tapped it to make sure I contribute to my wife's kettle, right? So, Well, that's very nice. Yeah. Kind of a team effort, that married thing. That's yeah, a, that's she's a cardboard good. figure at that point, but uh, it still works. So do you have to train the volunteers that are, I'm thinking ahead now a little bit, do you have to train the red kettle bell ringers how to do this? Uh, to a certain extent. We'll give you a little brief. It's really not that much. It's basically standing at a, at a kettle with a bell uh, with your family or others in a Salvation Army apron or something that identifies the Salvation Army. Uh, you can dress nicely and warmly. Uh, and then basically it's really just being courteous outside the store, right? So sure. you just think if you were a greeter at Walmart or you're a greeter somewhere else, how would you like to treat people and how would you like to be treated? 
That's what you do. You stand there. You're courteous. You wish people a Merry Christmas. You don't ask for money. Uh, you listen to their stories. They'll tell you countless stories of how the Salvation Army helped their generations before in the World War or any other issue. Right. And you're just courteous, and, and you just brighten somebody else's Christmas as well as you get your Christmas uh, a little more fulfilling as well. Well, and they, and they don't approach you asking for money. That just doesn't happen. The Correct. bell ringing is enough to get your attention, and then you you know what the red kettle is all about. So we got like ten days left, and they're a little behind the goal of one point two million. So do what you can. This is a time of year when people reach in and they're helping people they never thought of before. Especially if you're in a good situation, you look around you and go, "Wow, I've got a pretty well made. You got kids that are healthy. You're healthy. You're shopping for the holidays. This is a perfect time to help those that don't have that advantage." And you'd be surprised, right, Troy, how many, maybe right in your own neighborhood, that could use that little extra boost. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know, right? We, we don't, don't. We don't know who are the, the children who are going hungry. We don't necessarily know that. Sometimes things look great on the outside, um, but recent studies have shown that as much as 70% of America is one paycheck away from, from homelessness or yeah, ho- one, uh... one paycheck away from the streets. In fact, our Lamba Center, where we service homeless families on a regular basis, many of those stories are individuals who uh, last year at this time thought they were in a better position than they really are, right? Yeah. And so every dollar that comes into our buckets or every hour of volunteerism that comes from a community member uh, really helps contribute to the neighbor next door. Well, and a good thing, too, about giving to Salvation Army, you can trust the dollars are going to the right place because there's so many people out there asking for money, and maybe you're not sure about some of these charities or where are they, what they're all about. But obviously, you've been around for a gazillion years. I think Salvation Army can be trusted to do the right thing with whatever little donation dollar you can give. If you want to give it to a source that really is going to do the right thing, you're the guy's that should be given it to. Well, thank you. We have a good heritage of doing the most good in the, in the community. Absolutely. Red Absolutely. And, uh, helping to make sure the donor's dollar stretches into services to the best of its ability. Once I said uh, be, uh, before, the 82 cents out of every dollar stays directly in the community in which it's given. So let's talk about that, about that 82 cents. It comes out of the red kettle right here in Denver. How much of that, I mean, what are you doing with it here in Denver? Let's get more specific about the red kettle money you're asking people to give. Yeah, excellent. So uh, the biggest portion of what we do in, in Denver, although we do multiple services, and I'll mention some of those, but we really uh, contribute mostly to, to sheltering. Um, like I, I mentioned earlier, we have our Lamba Center, which is a, a center for families, homeless families, and it's a short-term shelter. It's really more bridging people back into a permanent long-term sustainable right. housing. Right. Uh, we have a crossroad shelter, which every night during the winter is filled with 500 men, uh, homeless men who just Every need, night? Every night. Wow. Every night, right? So uh, they receive a hot meal, and they receive a cot and a bed and some counseling and some opportunity. Um, but mostly they stay off of the freezing cold uh, streets, right? right. I mean, it was just 24 degrees yesterday, and I was my bald head was just about half enough <laughs> of it, right? So uh, they, you know, I can't imagine staying o- overnight outside on the streets. And so no, about can't. 500 men there. We have a, um, a program for men in relapse prevention and, re- and recovery, uh, which men's lives are being transformed on a regular basis. And so those are sheltering programs. We run after-school programs for kids. We take kids to summer camp up in Estes Park. Uh, Which is a great camp, by the way. Yeah, it's a great camp. Yeah, It's it's Camp High Peak. If you ever have a chance to get up there, just come by and see us, and we'll show you around. Uh, It's a great place. Um, We run programs for men and women, character development programs for children on a regular basis. Uh, We even run worship services on Sunday. Sure. And you work with veterans, too, don't you? We do work with veterans. In almost every one of our programs, we have a veteran component. Yeah. Well, it's important stuff. And I know that they're 
things you do that people don't know about, like at night that you go out and look for homeless people and offer them blankets or coats that have been donated or you've purchased with the money that's coming from the Red Kettle campaign and make sure everybody's got a place to be when it's 24 degrees or colder. And you know it's going to get colder yet. Yeah, it's definitely going to get We roll into January and February. So you guys are doing that. In the at night, right? Yeah, that's our search and rescue program, and it and exactly that's exactly what it is. It's it's carrying members of the community, both staff of the Salvation Army and volunteers, who go out at night and look for those who may not have made their way to a shelter, uh, to just make sure they're sustained through the night, and made sure that uh, they understand a little bit of human compassion. Right? Yeah. Nights are cold enough, but when you think nobody else cares, it gets colder. Wow, right? really? Yeah. So, in Salvation Army, we wants to make sure that people understand that they are cared for, that they are loved. Well, and, and a lot of these homeless don't even know what you do until they're approached by you and go, wow, you're going to do that for me? Yeah, they're going to do that for you yeah. and help you out. I mean, sleeping, even if you have a tent and you see these pop-up tents along Cherry Creek or down at Civic Center Park or wherever it might be, that's still not a warm element if it's 24 degrees outside. Correct. It's not a warm element at all. Oh, no. um, yeah, a cup of hot coffee or hot chocolate or a, or, um, a nice cup of stew or, or a blanket that goes, it goes a long way, right? And, and then the human touch uh, extends even further than that. Well, that might be the most important part. You know, you wonder, and I've been blessed, I've never lived in that situation, but you wonder if they've given up. If they, there's no hope. There's nobody that cares about my situation because they're living their life. Well, it's different with the Salvation Army because that's like top priority. Yeah, by God's grace, that's that's the priority, right? We do a lot of services, but our number one aim is people. Right? Yeah, exactly. Our mission is preaching the gospel of Christ and meeting human need in his name without discrimination. We're not just meeting need. We're meeting human need, right? Right. People are the center. People are the focus. People are, are what matters. And, um, you know, there's study time after time uh, at Christmas time of how many people go through depression. And many of those people are in nice, warm houses. Yeah, they have a regular life. Right. Can you imagine yeah. the depression that goes through a person who's struggling to just figure out where their next meal is coming from or, or where they're going to have safe, right. safe shelter that night? Yeah. And so it's important important to have a human touch behind a uniform or behind a volunteer badge that says uh, you're cared for even in the midst of your circumstance. Well, and it seems, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but this time of year, the holiday time of year and what the holiday means when you really look at it, it's not Christmas lights, it's not Christmas presents. What does the holiday mean? What does Christmas mean? And the compassion that Jesus gave us uh, with his birth needs to be spread out. And this time of year, more people seem to realize that. It should be year-round, but it seems really now. And if you're feeling that way, what can I do? This would be something you can do because you know it's going to help somebody. You don't even know the person, but you know in your heart and soul that you're helping somebody. And, boy, that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Uh, it's almost uh, the feeling that the shepherds had on that first night when the angels said, we give you good tidings of great joy. Right? Well, yeah. It's incredible joy to, to contribute to the life of somebody else and to build them up and, to, and to, to show them compassion and to let them know there's a little hope. And we, of course, in the Salvation Army, believe that the hope of the world is Jesus. Um, but we also believe that expression of hope comes through human flesh, you and me, reaching out in love. Well, that's what he did. I mean, it was, he could have come, you know, marching with the angels down on us and whoa, but no, he came through a manger.
What, is, what does that tell you right there? Well, let's talk about what you're providing for the families during the Christmas holiday, because I know you have a lot of activities going on just for the holiday. Yeah, I mean, year-round we do activities, obviously, right? There's never a stop to uh, to need, and there's never a stop to the, to the reason to reach out to people in need. Uh, but during the holiday, uh, this next week, we'll be distributing over uh, 25,000 toys to over 9,000 children uh, in the community. Uh, we took uh, interviews or... or um, applications uh, just over a month ago and for the last month or so we've been raising with community partners um, those toys brand new toys to be able to give to and children. how many did you raise uh, we're raising 25,000 toys yeah but how do so. you give them out well we have distribution centers and yeah. sites all throughout we I mentioned earlier we have six community centers uh, throughout right, the Denver right. metro area and each one of those have done applications so they'll deal with specific targeted areas within the community and uh, we'll give those toys out to them during our distribution days and along with that we'll also give uh, food uh, coupons or gift certificates from King Supers that will be provided so that those families will have a Christmas meal as well as uh, being able to open a brand new Christmas toy on Christmas Day and then um, always as always um december 24th christmas eve yes at uh, the convention center at 11 30 that's the big one we'll have a community meal for anyone who wants to come and so if there's someone out there who didn't get signed up onto our angel tree program or there's someone out there who uh needs a, a, a toy for christmas uh you can come have a good hot meal at, at lunchtime we open the doors at 11 the meal will be at 11 30 you can come have a good hot meal and some good fellowship with your community neighbors and then afterwards every child who is there will receive a, a brand new toy from santa claus himself well he's right there yeah he's yeah, right there yeah he, he calls me you know yeah i don't doubt it he no. looks out right yeah yeah and he said i'm going to the convention center you know with the salvation army and i go wow santa how do you do that because i want to so that's pretty powerful if you got Santa doing that's that. That's right. That's right. You know, he's a kids, jolly fellow, too. Well, pretty he's pretty good. jolly. There's no, no no doubt about that. You guys have done that for a long time. And I imagine you might need volunteers for that, right? To yeah, serve and you can help look, people. You can always look for volunteer opportunities. I'm not certain if that one's filled yet or not, but you can always go to the IM Salvation Army and look for volunteer opportunities. Can they just show up or should they look ahead? They should look ahead. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, as a gift to volunteers, we want to make sure that their expression is meaningful, right? And so exactly. if people just show up uh, and we don't have space for that or it's already been filled, then it wouldn't be meaningful. But we can direct them to more meaningful opportunities throughout the, throughout the region, including, once again, our bell ringing. Well, what about the, uh, the meal? When, do people donate the food, like the grocery stores, or how does that work? Yeah, we're in partnership with grocery stores, I believe. Safeway at Christmas time, and uh, they help us with all the food. Uh, our our sh- our chefs prepare the food. Uh, we take it down there. It's it's a pretty amazing operation. So, uh, if you ha- if you need a meal on Christmas Day, or if you have a neighbor who needs a meal, or you just uh, want to come and get a meal, right? Uh, it's open to the community. It's a community meal uh, hosted by the Salvation Army, and it's really family friendly. And you will meet a lot of people that you've never seen before and strike up conversations. I'm a talker. I'm sure you're surprised. At that. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. And I just love talking to people. Yeah. And what's your life like? Or what do you do? And everybody wants to know, oh, you're on radio. What's that like? Well, it's just a job. What do you do? It's fun to find out. And that's a prime example of how to do it. It's a great place to build community and a great time. And in addition to that, we'll have entertainment. You know, our Salvation Army band will play. We'll most likely have some carolers. And then, of course, the jolly old elf himself will be Yeah. There. And I understand, you know, you're new to Denver. You have to sing yourself. Don't you take requests and sing Christmas songs? Sure, then? sure. I have to sing. What What would you like me to sing? I'll, I'll sing it right away. Well, you know, some Christmas song that people are going to just be teared up because of your voice. So, uh, Let's see. Let's try this one. <laughs> 
City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, hey. dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. You, you are a good singer. Well, thank you very much. You know, that song is actually written, at least rumor says that song was written in regard to the Salvation Army. Because as you cool. know, really? on every street corner you hear silver bells. Oh, right? and silver bells, never thought about that right? before. And so the silver bells is sort of synonymous with Christmas. It's sort of synonymous with the fact that the Salvation Army is out there keeping the, the, the pot boiling so that people who are in need might be serviced by their community. And you guys are always there. Yeah. Every always. day, every hour. Somebody from the Salvation Army is there to help. Correct. Sincerely want to help. That's the cool part. So now we know what you do at Christmas with some of that red kettle money. How about throughout the year? Let's talk more about what you're doing. I mean, you kind of touched on it earlier a little bit, but maybe you could give us more specific information about what's going on throughout 2020 that's coming up upon us already. Wow, a whole lot. Once again, uh, our sheltering will go on, and it will continue to go on. Uh, We're actually looking for long-term goals of even expanding our family shelter program. Uh, We have an incredible impact upon those 20 families. Over 96% of those families who come into our shelter program actually end up in long-term sustainable permanent housing, which is pretty amazing. And you help them with that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a counseling process. Sure, it's it walking is. through step by step. It's soft handoffs to landlords. It's working with um, with property owners and it's working with other community partners to try to identify and find places for those families to land long term. Right, not just a um, not just a small hotel off of Colfax that that is week to week paycheck and how do exactly. I survive? Yeah, but actually a home that they can call their own and they can uh, the kids can play in a backyard and just uh, express and, and and grow in life together. Right. So uh, that, that we're real excited about that. It's small right now. Uh, we do have long-term goals, probably not in 2020. It takes a little bit of development yeah, and growth, but, but we plan to expand that program even further. Uh, and then, of course, we'll never turn our back on, the, on our homeless men. Um, we won't uh, turn our back on those in recovery. And so we'll continue those programs. And then just the character development programs we do at every one of our um, core community centers. You know, young people are getting their lives invested in, whether it's day camp or whether it's summer camp or whether it's just a weekly program uh, that young people get their lives invested in on a daily basis. We run after-school programs in many of our, our locations. Right, right. So those things are going to continue. Food assistance is going to continue. That's on a, a big way, part of it, too. On a regular yeah. basis, right? We do um, hundreds and thousands of, of dollars worth of food uh, assistance to other individuals. We do um, probably 180,000 different individuals this next year will be serviced by Denver Metro uh, Salvation Army Services. Talking with Major uh, Troy Trimmer of the Salvation Army. I'm sure you know that by now. Talk. You mentioned earlier about counseling. What kind of counseling do you offer? What is the program there? Well, we do all sorts of counseling, but primarily like in the housing um, the component I was talking about, we have regular case workers, case managers who actually walk through and help you identify the areas in which you need strength, right? So, for example, if you're homeless because you can't maintain and hold a job, then our counseling is going to identify uh, what are those things or what are those barriers that are keeping you from, from holding a job. And we're going to work through those processes together. If, if you have issues with child care, right, a single mom, who wants to work but wants to make sure her her child is taken care of, right? Many times, because of income levels, they don't have the child care they need. So a a caseworker is going to help them identify those issues, walk through the processes to get them back into proper child care so that they can concentrate on work knowing that their children are safe, and then they can come home and put a meal on the table and keep a roof over their head. Do you have them find jobs? 
we do help we do help with job we also have some job placement programs we uh, we actually have a warehouse program that we we help people understand how to use forklifts and get certified in those things and actually how to work in a warehouse uh, we have a cul- culinary program where we help people learn how to uh, cook in a proper culinary scenario not just flipping burgers at mcdonald's oh no um, but beyond that right that's uh, cool so uh, yeah, we have multiple programs in a house, and then we work with community partners to help identify jobs uh, for individuals as well. Because I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you're helping me find a place to live, but if I don't have a job, right? Yeah, how am I going to pay for that? Right, which is why 96% of our clientele who go through Lambeth uh, end up in a, a permanent supportive housing, right? Because right. we understand that if you don't have the components that go along for the support of long-term housing, you don't have long-term housing. And so the goal isn't just getting someone housed; it's getting them housed in a sustainable way so that their long term right there and the kids can go to the same school correct they all the, the which school. is so important for young people you're bouncing around school to school to school they never settle in they want to make friends and be in the same school yeah not only friends but even even their long-term success right studies sure. continue to show children who go to multiple elementary schools have a lower level of success into secondary school and so one of our goals in the salvation army is how do we identify the best place for people to be staying that's best for their family and how do we keep them consistently there even if for a moment programmatically they're not living there right how do sure, we keep them sure. in their schools how do we keep them in an environment that gives them the greatest opportunity for success now, do you offer counseling for those, and not just men, but those that need special needs or there's issues that they're dealing with? You go, wow, you need some real counseling. Don't you do that as well? Yeah, we have a connection center right. uh, that can connect you to all sorts of Salvation Army services. So we do pastoral counseling. Uh, we do marriage counseling. We do uh, special needs counseling. Uh, it, it depends upon the scenario. So we have a connection center that people can call into directly, uh, and that connection center you know, has a, a basic um, – needs tree sure and it will help identify and direct people to the to the right place yeah i knew you were reaching out to help with a lot of other facets besides housing and jobs you're involved with a lot of folks and if they're out there and they need that kind of help and don't know where to go there you are salvation army yeah yeah pretty much the goal of the salvation army is not to be so widespread necessarily that we do everything but we want to do everything we can to meet whatever need you have within the resources that are available to us and so if we don't have those resources we will connect you with folks who do have the resources See, the help is there. There really is. And even if you don't need it, if you know somebody that needs it and they've been stumbling and their life is wandering and they need a direction, wow, here's a start. Absolutely. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah, that's really, people, I can't afford that. Well, no, you don't have to afford that. It's right there. So that information is on the website, phone numbers, all the stuff you're talking about here. Correct. All of that is on our website. So give us that information again so people can know where to go. Well, the website is I am Salvation Army. Uh, is it dot .org? It's dot .org, it's right? It's .org. Got to have that org thing on there. And then the no. phone call, phone number for oh. the Connection Center is 303. I had it for a second, then my phone turned off. 303-295-3366. Repeat that. Go it's 303-295-3366. That's the Connection Center. So if you're not sure if your need is something that the Salvation Army can help address, just give us a call. We will we'll either address that directly or we'll find a way to indirectly address, address it and give you a soft handoff. And you'll probably talk to a real live person and not some robo voice, right? You will talk to a real live person. It's not man necessarily 24 hours oh, a day that, all the well, time. Oh, that would be hard to do. But, but there is a voicemail system, and, and our, our callers or our, our phone answerers, whatever they're called, screeners. Screeners. Uh, and counselors on the phone, um, they are very well trained at following up within 24 hours so that, that they'll get back to you and they will connect you. 
So the money that you put into that red kettle goes a long way, not just in one certain area, but many, many areas to help those in need right here in Denver. That's right. key, to, or in Colorado, for that matter. Right here, right here. Every every dollar that's raised in the Denver metro area will stay in the Denver metro area, and 82 cents of that dollar, at minimum, will go directly to services to people in need. Okay, so, Troy, as we wrap things up here, we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's uh, talk about the fact that we're roaring into the last week of Christmas. You need a little extra help with those red kettles. Urge people. What are we doing? How can they help? And Just give them money. And if you can't get to a red kettle... The website is available for that. Absolutely. They can always uh, donate at imsalvationarmy.org. Uh, they can call us. Uh, they can send checks into us. They can uh, give if, the, if, the, if a contribution is what's laid upon their heart and their, and their ability. We'll take a contribution in any fashion. We obviously will take a contribution. Every time you go to a store, if you got 20 cents, every cent that goes in is, it, it signifies and represents change that comes out in somebody else's life. So uh, go ahead and drop your, your coins in. Use Kettle Pay. Just tap your phone and pay. Um, but beyond that, just reach out. If you've got an opportunity to give back to your community by standing one of our kettles and helping us raise the remainder of the $1.2 million goal, if you can just do it for a couple hours, I guarantee you it'll bring incredible joy to your life. It does. Right? It does It's do a that. meaningful expression. You know you're giving back to your neighbors. Uh, you know you're contributing to a good cause. And you're building your own Christmas experience. And it's, it's an amazing opportunity. So get a hold of us at right. IM. Uh, dot salvationarmy.org. Please do. Please do that. Please help the Salvation Army. Have you guys got any surprises? I was just reading today where a red kettle, I think it was in Connecticut, got $4,000 in gold coins. Uh, no, not yet this year, but we're always looking forward to that. Uh, a few years ago, I'd never seen one. I've been with Salvation Army since 1987. And a few years ago, when I was in station in Salt Lake City, I'd seen my first gold coin. And uh, some gentleman would put in a gold coin, chocolate gold coin with his own image on it. Really? Yeah, it said this. This is my last blank selfie. <laughs> and then, with the, every coin he'd put that in, he would also put a, a uh, troy ounce gold coin. And so we actually ended up with nine of those that year, which wow. was amazing. All those years, I've never seen one since, and I, I never saw one before. But that year, we were really blessed there. So if somebody has that kind of inclination, you know, the interesting thing is when our volunteers are counting those kettles and they come across a gold coin. The, the atmosphere in the county room just goes sky high. Oh, so, I can't even imagine. So if you have that ability and uh, you just want to sit there and secretly think, man, I can't imagine the, the expression on the person's face when they open a kettle. Well, it's like these secret Santas in. that go into like a Walmart and pay off all the layaway stuff. Surprise. Why not do that for the Salvation Army? You Absolutely. Get, you'll get that same feeling. You won't see it. But imagine it. Yeah, it's amazing. I will tell you, it is amazing. Well, yeah. Troy, I appreciate you coming in today. Thank you. And, uh, we appreciate what you guys can do for the Salvation Army. Find a red kettle. Help them out. you got a few days left. They're a little behind on what they're trying to raise. Uh, they're looking for $1.2 million. They spread out through the year for all the good things they do. And you can make that happen. So we would certainly ask for that. Thanks for coming in, Troy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy holidays to you and the family. And to you guys, too. This is Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. And we'll talk to you again next weekend.